Hi, everybody. It's uh, John Scott here on my podcast, Tom Petty and Me. And I've been so lame about doing these podcasts on a regular basis. But um, I did catch a little bit of the flu bug back in uh, December. And um, we're sending out thousands of books to people all over the world. And thank you so much. And all you Tom Petty fans and Tom Petty Nation, thank you so much. Um, My book, in case you don't know, is Tom Petty and Me. And you can buy it at TomPettyandMe.com. I'll sign the book. And I'll also personalize it if you want. And if you uh, also, you can buy it on Amazon or Amazon Kindle. But if you want it personalized, go to TomPettyandMe.com. And um, tonight, tonight uh, we're going to have a, today, tonight, whoever, we're going to have a great show. It's a little bit of fun here. Um, although it's still tough listening to Tom's voice and still tough to wrap my head around the whole thing of what happened. But um, I got an email from someone about uh, a show uh, that was called Rockline, and the host was Bob Coburn. And the person that sent me the email said, hey, I was on that show. Do you happen to have a recording of that show from 1989? And I looked through my memorabilia, and sure enough, I found a copy of a show called Rockline, 1989, and the guest was Tom Petty. And I really think you're going to like this, and thank you, Lynette. Coburn for allowing me to use this, and Bob Coburn would miss you. Tom Petty would miss you. So have fun enjoying the show. First call for Tom tonight is Roxanne in Carson City, Nevada, listener 105.7 KOZZ in Reno. Welcome to the show, Roxanne. Hi. Hi, Tom. Hello. It is such an honor and an excitement to talk to you. I'm your biggest fan. Wow. Well, what do you want to know? (laughs) I'd like to know. Do you think that your solo album has been received so well because of the new fans you might have acquired through the success of the Wilburys? Oh, well, maybe. Um, I like to think that it's just good, you know, but uh, <laughs> um, I'm sure that uh, we did pick up some people the Wilburys. Yeah. Well, the album's doing really, really well, and uh, two tracks already are getting a ton of airplay, and, and there's more in there. I mean, there's more where that came from, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a great feeling. We're we're very happy. Roxanne, thanks. We're going to talk now to Doug in Memphis, Tennessee, a listener of Rock 103. Doug, good evening. Welcome. Hello, Bob. I just want to commend you, first of all, for doing a great show. I tell you, y'all, y'all just do the greatest job. I got to thank you. Well, thanks. Yes, sir. Listen, Tom. Yeah. How am I been waiting for? I can sit down and play guitar do it all day. All right. <laughs> I wish I could. <laughs> but, <laughs> but listen, I was wondering. How much of the guitar parts did you do, and what did Mike Campbell do? I was just curious about that. Oh, uh, well, Mike played all the real hard stuff. You know, like the, <laughs> when you hear somebody like playing real good, that's him. And uh, the, the, I played rhythm guitar, and I played a lot of acoustic uh, guitar with Jeff Lynn and uh, all, all kinds of stuff. But the solos is Mike Campbell. Call us again sometime. We're going to speak now with Chris, and she is in Cayucas, California, listening to 95.3 KPGA in San Luis Obispo. And good evening, Chris. Good evening, Bob. Thanks. How you doing, Tom? Better and better. Good. Great. I love it. Um, I'd just like to know, uh, did you ask Jeff Lynn to co-produce Full Moon Fever before or after the Wilburys? Uh, that was before. We did uh, about nine tracks of Full Moon Fever before we joined the Wilbury Army. Did that then kind of lead to the Wilburys? Is that what established that? Well, it sort of did, yeah, because we were we were sort of all in the same place at the same time. My album had been going on a while, and then Roy came along, and 
uh, Jeff had always wanted to work with Roy Orbison, and and we uh, would do some tracks for Roy on the same sessions with the same group. Mm -hmm. You know, um, so it was just a, there was an awful lot of recording going on. We were just really enjoying ourselves. Now, how did George get involved? Well, I met George with Jeff uh, at the end of the tour with Bob Dylan in '87 uh -huh. in London, and uh, we spent. They came to three or four shows, I think, four shows, and and just hung around each night, and we all got along. And so everybody just promised to keep in touch, and and they did. And uh, that was we weren't thinking along musical lines necessarily. We were just hanging around and just keeping touch, just friends, enjoying each yeah. other's. Chris, thanks for calling, okay? We're going to talk now with Naomi in Charlotte, North Carolina, 95.7 The Rock is our station there. Naomi, you're on The Rock Line. Hi, Tom. Hey. Um, I want to thank you for 13 years of wonderful material. You've really been a great inspiration in my life. Well, you're very welcome. And uh, I saw your new videotape you about, and it said the circumstances behind leaving even the losers off the tape were simply too embarrassing to explain. <laughs> Would you care to elaborate on that, and did you ever have any serious intentions of using it? Well, I have to admit, I did, and uh, I I watched it. The the particular piece of film I had, I was looking at it late at night, and I thought it was really good. And then I got down to put it into the compilation, and the band saw it, and it really wasn't very good. And so <laughs> we we took it off uh, at that time, which there, was embarrassing. There are a couple of things on there that I'd never seen before, too. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff on there. There's one with you and Stevie, I guess, uh, Insiders yeah. is the song. I had never seen that before. Was that released? Before? No, I don't think it was ever released. Yeah, There was one period there where we did three or four videos. Um, they, were, they weren't really even called videos at that point. They were just so you, we'd make them so we wouldn't have to like go on the Merv Griffin show or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to talk to Kathy now in Syracuse listening to 95X. Hi there. Hi. Hey. Uh, I, am, I am so excited right now to talk to you. I am. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> it's such an honor. Such an honor. I've been listening to your music since I was like 12 years old. And the first song I ever heard you do, or by you, was the song Anything for Rock and Roll. And at that moment, I knew I wanted to be a disc jockey, and I followed my dream, and I became a disc jockey. I just want to thank well, you. Well, bless your heart. All right. And the, your song, Running Down a Dream, is, it's, I, it's an awe. I mean, I listen to it, and I just... I can't get enough of it. And I just want to know the inspiration behind the song. Well, it uh, came to me while I was driving, believe it or not. I, I've never written a, a song about a car or, or driving before. And it just dawned on me I'd never done that. And I wondered why I hadn't. And uh, I like to go driving to clear my mind. And that's basically what the song is about. And, uh, you know, I got Del Shannon in there, you know, because I like that. To listen to the radio and let's just listen i do most of my listening in in the car we're gonna but now we'll take a call from huntington beach california and we're gonna speak with edie she is listening to 95.5 klos good evening and welcome edie hi tom hi first i want to tell you i'm one of your biggest fans and i've seen you in concert 14 times and looking forward to three more wow all right <laughs> you are a strong yeah, girl i love you guys the shows are awesome always and I want to say a special hello from Jan, who's also a huge fan, and she'll be at the shows with me. Okay, well. The question is, yeah. this tour won't be just a Heartbreakers material. Have you considered including some mud crutch material, such as Depot Street or Wild Eyes? Oh, my gosh. I don't know if I remember the chords. Uh, <laughs> I, I actually, I heard somebody uh, 
covered uh, Depot Street, did a record of it the other day, and it, I, it is a pretty good song. Maybe we'll do it one day. We're going to do a lot of songs that we haven't done for years, and uh, we're going to do a lot of songs from Full Moon Fever and other people's songs, and we'll be there all night. All right. That sounds great. That sounds real good. Edie, thank you for being on tonight. We appreciate it. We'll speak with Connie now in Richmond, Virginia, listening to XL102. Connie, this is Tom Petty for you. Hi, Tom. Hey. Uh, I just want to take a second to thank you for being on Rockline and giving us a chance to talk to you. And well, uh, you're welcome. Uh, I'd also like to thank you for the terrific new album. Well, uh, bless your heart. It's, it's always fun to be on Rockline. I just wish the Heartbreakers were here with me. Next time. Okay. Um, I know you're a big Elvis Presley fan, and I was wondering what your favorite Elvis song is and if you ever thought about recording an Elvis song. Um, I got so many favorite Elvis songs. Yeah, we'd be here all day. I I think uh, right now, "Loving You" is my favorite one. Used to be Jailhouse Rock, but I moved over to "Loving You." And uh, I like "Can't Help Falling in Love." I like so many. I could just go on and on and on. Did you ever do some of those in concert? I don't know if we've ever done any Elvis songs. We're doing one this time that's uh, a more obscure one called uh, the Milk Cow Blues Boogie. That's uh, one of the old sun ones. I just, yeah, I don't recall you ever doing any Presley before. You, you're know. famous for doing covers in concert, not so much on the albums. A couple of things. Yeah, no, we never have done much Elvis. Uh, we did have got one of those white suits for Stan, but we haven't ever. Uh, <laughs> there you <done>. go. <laughs> Really many of the songs. Connie, thanks for calling. We're going to talk now to Mindy as we head to Albuquerque. Rock 108 is our station there. And Mindy, you're on the rock line. Hi, Tom. Hello. I wanted to thank you for being one of the biggest inspirations over the years. Your music has seen me through some good and bad times. Well, that's nice of you. My question for you is I was wondering where the title for Full Moon Fever came about. Yeah, what is that? Well, it, there's not a real good excuse. It's just... Uh, <laughs> It's 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 a term that I use when I uh, for a sort of unexplainable behavior, you know, when I'm doing things and <laughs> I know uh, I, I don't really have a good reason, but I'm still doing it. And that was kind of the way I did that album, one track at a time. You know, like we'd finish one, and I'd beg Jeff Lynn to stay long enough to do one more, and that just went on and on and on. Just blame it on the full moon fever, huh? Yeah. It must be that. Our next call is from Sudbury, Ontario. We have Jamie on the line, listening to AM790. Jamie, you're on with Tom Petty. Hi, Tom. Hi. Hi. Um, I really love your music, but the real big fan of your music around here is my mom. My mom just loves your voice, and we're hoping to see you up here in Ontario soon. Um, the question I was going to ask you was, uh, do you have any uh, aspirations or interests in getting into the film industry? Um, no, not really. It's just... Uh, I've done some little bits of acting on the Gary Shannon show and in a, in a movie, but I, I'm really more of a musician. I think I don't really want to sit around a trailer all the time. You know, it's a, it's a whole different mentality. But uh, I enjoy films and I like to watch them. But I, I don't really have any aspirations to be an actor. I saw you on the Shanling show. He got a little credit on the album there, too, didn't he? Yeah, well, Gary needs all the credit he can get. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Jamie, thanks. And for you and your mom, there's a date in Toronto at the Kingswood Music Fair on the 2nd of September. 
So you'll find Yeah, Tom bring there. mom. There yeah. you go. <laughs> We're going to speak with Paula now in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Q104 in Dartmouth is what she's listening to. And Paula, you're on the Rockland. Hi, uh, Tom. Your last album is great, and I like all the others, too. Um, I'm eagerly awaiting a new Heartbreakers album. My question is, how advanced are your plans for a new album? And have any songs been contrib- contributed yet by any of the band members? Well, um, the Heartbreakers are not the most organized bunch of people you've ever met, but they have. We, we've gone in and we've done, I think, about three songs. Um, there's tons of stuff being contributed from everybody right now. And uh, I think it'll be October before we go back in again. So um, we're all very excited about it, but it's a little early to, to know how to describe it to you. Things must feel kind of fresh right now for you and Hardy. Yeah, they do. We, we've had a long time apart. Uh, I saw a lot of Mike, but uh, the rest of them have been busy with so many different projects. Uh, and now it's, it's very fresh to be back together. Do you ride on the road at all? Do you try to do that? I used to. Uh, I don't seem to get as much done on the road as I used to. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know. I haven't been on the road for a couple of years now, and I, I'll just have to wait and see. But uh, sometimes you can ride a good one on the road. But they tend to always be like, well, I'm in a hotel room, <laughs> and I'm in another town, maybe. You know. the, the road is kind of like that. You get it caught up and just going i've got to get here by tomorrow yeah yeah the actual travel part of it paula thank you we appreciate it we're going to move now to mobile alabama and talk with sean a listener of 92 zoo sean you're on the rockland sean are you with us come on sean it's gonna be all right sean has lost his turn we're going to move on as a matter of fact i I think we're going to have a very important message from mr tom petty ladies and gentlemen hello rockland listeners here's an important message from tom petty We've come to the point in this show where those who are listening to us on tape, which is going to be hard because this is a live show, but for those of you that have mastered the technology, we'll give you a couple of seconds to turn the tape over. Thank you. Now, there's a couple of seconds. Now, here's part two of Rockline featuring me, (laughs) Tom Petty. That's the number Laura called. She's in Las Vegas listening to 92.3 KOMP. Welcome to the show, Laura. Hi. How are you, Tom? Oh, I'm fine. Um, I had. Um, I just wanted to tell you that I like your music. I think you're really innovative. Thank you. Um, I got one question for you, though. Um, in, in what way do you feel your, your songwriting has evolved from, from when you first started up until now, up until the present? Oh, I don't know. It's, uh, it's better, I hope. Uh, I think... Uh, <clears throat> I just, you know, just trying to get better at what I'm doing, just kind of, you know, um, improve each time is all I'm trying to do is just learn to write uh, good songs. And it's a, it's a lifelong quest, just trying to get that down. So uh, I don't know, I'd probably be the last person that could really be objective about it, you know. Because it, I tend to like what I just written more than what I wrote last year. That makes sense. Sure, I think that's a natural reaction. Does it seem easier for you, or is it is it more difficult? Is the uh, it's it's easier in a lot of ways. I think I've learned now that when it's difficult, not to do it. You know, if it's difficult at all, I, I just walk away from it. Uh-huh. Um, I, I tend to the things that I've written lately are things that I, I do fairly quickly, and and they seem to be the the, the best, but there are no rules. Uh, I've written all kinds of ways 
you know, it's just, it's insane. Whatever works. Huh? Whatever will get it done, Bob. Laura, thanks for calling. We appreciate it. We're going to talk now to Bob. Bob's in Concord, New Hampshire, listening to Rock 101 WGIR in Manchester. And Bob, you're on with Tom Petty. Hey, Tom. Hey. Hey, I just want to say I've uh, loved your music over the years, and I've seen you four times in concert, and I'm going to see you a fifth in Greatwoods. Great. I'm looking forward to that. And uh, my question is, I remember reading um, last year your house in L.A., I believe, caught fire. Yeah. And I was wondering if, uh, what was the story on that? Did, it, did you ever find the person that did it? Or? Um, no, I don't think they ever did. You know? It I was just, arson? Yeah, it was. That was a couple of years ago. And uh, I just kind of walked away from that and didn't look back, to tell you the truth. Um, <laughs> you know, so I don't really know what came of that. Did that have any effect on your songwriting at all? Because I guess you had to live in different places and you know, kind of out of your home. And did it put you more in touch with well, Los Angeles or anything? Yeah, well, I'm sure it did. It, it had a huge effect on my life in general, you know, um, because I was kind of dug in there and I'd been there about six years. And so uh, it just picked me and my family uh we went on the road uh, a few days later, and we just kind of stayed on the road for a couple of years or however long it's been. And then yeah. since we got out the road, we've lived all over the place, so we're still mobile at the moment. But um, I'm sure it affected the writing. Yeah. Was everybody out of the house at the, t at the time? Uh, no, we were in the house. We were in the house. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of a gloomy subject, but uh, it's something that, you know, sometimes you just can't uh, explain that sort of uh, behavior, you know, that sort of viciousness. But I just always just, in my mind, I, I've just tried to say, well, I'll, I'm just going to move move on from that. You know? We're going to talk with Kevin now. He's in Brookfield, Connecticut, listening to I-95 in Bridgeport, serving the Danbury area, too. Kevin, you're on with Tom Pitt. Hey, Tom, how's it going? Great. Um, I, was, I know the Heartbreakers toured a few years back with Bob Dylan, and yeah. I was wondering what it was like touring with him a legend like that, and if there are any plans to tour or record with him again besides the Wilburys? Well, it was um, it was a, a real thrill, and just uh, I remember it with pleasure. All, all the time spent touring with Bob, and uh, I learned uh, hundreds of songs that I never would have learned, and uh, just there's so much. It, it was just a, a great experience, and um, I'm always. Uh, glad to work with Bob if he needs me. Uh, so, you know, uh, whether it be in the Wilburys or whatever, but uh, just, you know, working with uh, the great, I've been very lucky in my life to just have accidentally crossed paths with, so I've never set out to work with anybody uh, in particular, but I've been fortunate enough to work with some of the really great players and writers. And uh, I think Bob is just a, uh, an incredible uh, writer and a performer he's a great performer yeah, so it was yeah. just you know all you can say is gee it was great you know and it was he's one of those guys that not only the public has admired but the other musicians seem to really understand and appreciate what he's done over the years. well i think he's a very sincere artist and uh and a gentleman good call kevin we appreciate it good time to mention the rest of the concert we're going to move uh, to Miami now, which is the opening date of the tour, coming up in about uh, 10 days or so. It's Jennifer, listener of 97GTR. Hi there. Hi. How you doing, Tom? Oh, real good. I always get excited on the radio. Yeah. Yeah, it just <laughs> makes me feel great. Great. Well, We're on the radio together. Uh-huh. <laughs> First, before I say anything else, I wanted to tell you, Tom, that we really love you and your music down here in Miami. 
and that your opening night next week is very much anticipated. I'm really looking forward to seeing you play live again. Oh, great. Well, we're all just trembling with fear, but I'm sure we'll be okay <laughs> yeah, when we right. get there. Yeah. No, we do. We, it's been a, a couple of years for me and the Heartbreakers since we performed, so we're, we're positively nervous. <laughs> but we're excited to be coming. Well, great. We're excited, too. My question is that in the past, you've had success with David Stewart of the Arrhythmics. Why, if there is a reason in the first place, have you not done any recent work with him? Has he perhaps been moved out of the picture by Jeff Lynne? Or do you have any intentions of working with him in the future? I, I, I swear he's in my kitchen right now. Um, I, <laughs> <laughs> David and I uh, are very close friends. And uh, he, he's always in my kitchen every morning convincing someone to make him breakfast. And... Uh, <laughs> I've never been able to get rid of Dave Stewart since I met him. <laughs> but <laughs> I love him. I love Dave and Annie. And uh, I'll always work with Dave. I mean, whether it be yard work or records or whatever we're doing. I remember last time you were on, you, you said you saw so much of him that it became, Dave, don't come around here no, no more. more. <laughs> you know, no, he's he's so sweet. He's a, he's a wonderful fella, and he's just a ball of energy and uh, and. You know, we. I hope he's always around. Jennifer, call us again sometime. Back to the phones now to San Luis Obispo. It's Britain on the line. He's listening to 95.3 KPGA. Welcome to Rockline. Uh, hi, Tom. Hey. Hey, I'd like to thank you for all the good times and Tom Petty and good times go hand in hand. <laughs> well, I'd thank like you. To, um, want to know if you ever have uh, released an album with all the B-sides to your 45, like Casadega and Trailer? Uh, well, uh, maybe one day we will. Uh, there are an awful lot of them. Usually on the the back side of the single, we try to put something that you know wasn't good enough for the album. Uh, <laughs> no, you know, like uh, you know, uh, there are a lot of them, and so maybe somebody will do that someday. Yeah, that'd be kind of fun. Nice caller, Britain. Thank you. Call us again sometime. We're gonna let David have his shot. He's in Lethbridge, Alberta, listening to LA one hundred and seven. Welcome. Welcome, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Eh? No, it's just Tom just Petty Tom. tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, when you were forming your band, was there any other names that you thought of calling yourself besides Tom Petty and Heartbreakers? Oh, uh, boy, let me think. Uh, I think we were we were going to call ourselves the King Bees for about half an hour. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> we had some really dumb ideas, but none of them would ever stick. I, I was trying to remember the other day how we came up with Heartbreakers. I still don't have a clear memory of the exact moment when that came into play. But you knew you couldn't go with Mud Crutch, huh? We were really ashamed of Mud Crutch, really. I mean, it was probably the worst name in showbiz history. And uh, so we were trying to get something we could live with. And they did. David, thanks for calling. We appreciate it. Let's talk to Debbie now in Newportville, Pennsylvania, listening to 94WYSP, and that's in Philadelphia, of course. Hi, Debbie. Hi. Howdy, Tom. Howdy. Hi, um, I just wanted to tell you that your music has made a big difference in my life. It's a great highlight to talk to you. Oh, that's nice of you. I wanted to ask you, what do you think about that law in L.A. Uh, that wants to prohibit people from having recording studios in their home? And I know you had one, but I guess it's gone now since the fire. Yeah. Um, does this affect you at all? I, I think that's all silly, uh, to tell you the honest truth. Um, you know, I've seen these news reports um, with this fellow, Chad Sanford, on, and I guess he has a problem. But see, but he always says, oh, Dave Stewart and Tom Petty and all of them have got their studios. I, I don't, I, oh, what we do at home is we just make records for ourselves. We don't 
rent the studio out commercially um, to other people. I don't think anybody's trying to say that. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think anybody's trying to say that you can't have a studio at home and make your own records. I think it's your God-given right to work in your house, and I don't think anybody's going to say anything about that. But, you know, if you send out a brochure and... Uh, you know, and you're going to have musicians coming at you know all hours of the night in and out. Then I think it's it's only fair that you do it within some sort of guideline. You know, you don't want a McDonald's built next door to you either. You got to have some zoning law. So I think that's maybe blown a little bit out of proportion. You know, um, but I I sort of almost resent being drug into it on the TV and everything because nobody called me about it or nobody said anything to me about it. And nobody's ever bothered me, and uh, for that matter, Dave Stewart, you know, who doesn't do much recording because he's always in my kitchen. And, uh, <laughs> I, you know, so the studio's over there, but we're really in my kitchen. So I don't know, you know, I wish Chaz luck with whatever battle he's fighting. And maybe a good one. I mean, I know Chaz, and he's a nice fella. But I don't think... I think it's kind of a, an overblown issue, not you know. But I'm all for zoning. I don't. I don't want people, you know, doing business next <laughs> next door to me. Either. But I'm like, I don't know. That's the thing. I mean, I think it's okay to have a studio if you are going to advertise it and do business. And maybe you should, you know, uh, do everything everybody else does. I don't know. But if they do that to me and Dave Stewart, we'll just open a commercial one, you know, across the street. <laughs> Take that. Yeah, there you go, Debbie. Good question. Thanks for calling. And once again, welcome back to Rockline. It's an evening with Tom Petty. Time for another call from Toronto. Q107 is our station there. This is Michelle. Welcome to the program. Hi. Um, I'm a fairly new fan of yours, and I'm just wondering what you do when you feel uninspired as a writer. I just don't write. Um, I basically just don't do anything when I feel uninspired, you know, it's no good trying to fake it. You've got to, you know, you got to feel something to do it. Do you forget what you're working on completely or just walk away and come back a couple of days I later? Just, maybe? Yeah, I just come back to it when I feel like doing it. It's, it's, it's just impossible. I've tried to just sit in a room and write a song when I didn't feel like it and it never comes out as good as when you just do. It's so much easier to, to do it when you really are inspired. Yeah, to, to go with the flow. Yeah. 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 There you go, Michelle. Thanks for calling. We appreciate it. Uh, we thought this would be a nice way to kind of close things up. Special thanks tonight to Tony Dimitriotis, to Alex Scott, also Mary Clouser of Extend Management, to John Scott, to MPI Home Entertainment, and to John High of MCA Records. And to you, Tom Petty, it's always a pleasure. Thank you, Bob. It's nice seeing you again. You too. Good luck on the tour. I know you don't need that, but good luck. Oh, yeah. We always need a little bit of luck. Thanks, Bob. All right. MBC. I'll be seeing you in a week. Hey, everybody. Hope you enjoyed that show. Um, I know I did. I'm finding that listening to Tom's voice, uh, whether it's on Sirius Channel 31 or wherever, it gives me comfort to get through the day. And I really hope you enjoyed that. And I also want to remind you on February 9th, Saturday, February 9th, I'm doing a book signing in San Luis Obispo at Boo Boo Records. Love that record store in San Luis Obispo, February 9th. And also my book, TomPettyandMe.com is where you'll find it. And um, thank you all who have bought this book. And we'll sign every book. We'll personalize every book. So just go to TomPettyandMe.com. We'll see you next time on the Tom Petty and Me podcast. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Thank you, Bob Coburn. We miss you, too. And we miss Tom, of course. See you guys. <laughs>